0: I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is... Chocolate (laughs) Jam! So, you may notice that the sound recording on this week's podcast is,
1: uh, shall we say better? Yes, it is substantially better than previous episodes, we've had a bit of a... We've had a... Breakthrough. Yes, we've had a microphone breakthrough. We've had a sound recording equipment breakthrough, if you will. So it turns out, even though we
0: have a fabulous little setup here with our little homebrew recording studio and a wonderful microphone that I bought Mel for Christmas, our recording software was not using the right microphone.
1: Yeah, well, basically...
0: Yeah, it it was just using the like.
1: Basically using the microphone. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. we're basically. We're
0: super pro here. We're
1: basically the Paris and Nicole of (laughs) podcast recording (laughs) here, guys. That's a nice late 90s reference for you kiddies out there. Um, (laughs) So apologies for the terrible
0: sound. Yeah. um, On the first few episodes. Now that we've got this sorted, hopefully we can.
1: We're excited for quality sound and quality content here at Chocolate Jam. And we've definitely got quality sound. Yes, so tick. (laughs) One out of two ain't bad. Hi, welcome to Chocolate Jam Podcast. Remember that you can email us on uh, chocolatejampodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at chocolatejampodcast. So, you know, you'll see a nice, if you're checking out the gram this morning, you'll see a nice pancake post. Um, that we put up there. So, you know, Mel means
0: Mel put it up there. Yeah. I didn't get these pancakes. Mel's husband made them for her, and then yeah. she sent us all pictures of them and made us super jelly.
1: Well, you know, you've got a, you've got to, um, you've got to carb up for Podcast Sunday. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? Take it very seriously. So, <clears throat> what are we talking about today, Jess?
0: Well, something happened in my house this week, and uh, that something was that the number of cat gadgets that we have... Uh, in our house, exceeded the number of cats. Uh, yes. So. So how have... many how many cats are there, Jess? We have two cats. Yep. And uh, anybody who knows me personally knows all about this because I am covered in cat hair all the time, and I talk about my cats constantly. <laughs> and um, they are very funny and adorable. Anyway, they're also expensive. <laughs> and sure. So over the last months we've started acquiring gadgets for the maintenance of these cats. (laughs) First it was a robot to clean their poop. Um, Excellent. It's a poop robot. It's great. Um, My husband got sick of cleaning the litter and went out and bought this it's like a giant egg and the cats go inside it and then it cleans everything up. It's great. It's the best thing in the world.
1: It's so good. What do you mean it's a giant egg and the cat goes in it? How the hell do you get the cat in the giant egg? Well, there's like a hole on the front and the cat climbs in. Willingly? Yeah.
0: Surprisingly. I thought they would, like, not be down with that. Yeah. But they're totally down with it. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Giant poop egg. So we got the giant poop <laughs> egg. Sure. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we got the giant poop egg. And that was cool, and it was like, you know, okay, we have this ridiculous cat gadget in our house now because we are cat people. Sure. We were also having a problem where one of our cats was eating the food of the other cat. <laughs> uh, one of our cats is very fat. There's was a
1: fat cat and a skinny cat.
0: Is well, what Jess was just trying to say. There's a fat cat and a stupid cat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I, I, love, I love these babies dearly, but one of them is.
1: <laughs> one of them's fat and the other one's stupid.
0: Her brains are not her strong uh, suit. Let me just <laughs> say that. Anyway, so the fat cat was eating the stupid cat's food and uh, <laughs> and getting more and more fat. And, um, you know, obviously this leads to very expensive feline diabetes.
1: So oh, uh, so we bought another cat gadget. In case you didn't know people, cat, cat diabetes is actually a thing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a thing. And the, it's a thing that... And the medication is like crazy expensive, so I did not want this to happen. Anyway, so we bought another cat gadget and this cat gadget is a food bowl with a cover that is programmed to the microchip of the stupid cat, so only she can access it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so now we have two cat gadgets, and we're like, alright, so you know, we've got we've got some cat gadgets in our house, we've got two cat
1: gadgets, we've got two cats. It's like you've got, you know, you've got a... You've got cat feeding, and you've got cat poop cleaner opera yeah i mean you, you almost don't need a human at this point these, these can be like some
0: well it doesn't it doesn't feed the cats it just prevents that anyway oh yeah but it yes so anyway then fat cat had to go to the vet and um long story medium it turned out that they've been fighting when we're not home when we are home, they're all, like, snuggling and cute and, like, right. look at us,
1: cuddle, mum. Well behaved in front of the parents. I and then when they're out. Turned out, cats have been fighting. Like cats and cats, evidently. Yeah. So,
0: I had to get a uh, diffuser, an electronic diffuser that plugs into the wall <coughs> that um, diffuses cat pheromones.
1: Ah. Yeah. I thought you meant like it diffuses the cat fight. <laughs> like, well it does. Like, like it like it just it reaches out with the robotic arms, it's like, guys, stop. <laughs> stop. But yeah. Alright. So it diffute. what, well, so it diffuses the pheromones. Yeah. So that they don't then want to punch on so that they feel more relaxed. Right. Yeah. So anyway. it's like aromatherapy for a cat.
0: Yes. I yes, except actually like scientific. Sorry if you're into aromatherapy. It- yeah. Whoops. Oh, t- yep. Um Science and evidence here at Chocolate Jam. Anyway. Excellent. Uh, so with the arrival of the pheromone diffuser, we have now got more gadgets than cats. There you go. Now we're a very, very gadgety household. We love our gadgets. My husband is into robotics and VR and all that fun techy stuff. So we've, we've yeah. got a lot of gadgets mm-hmm. in our house. But this is the first time that we've had so many specifically
1: cat Mm. Gadgets.
0: I feel a little weird. I feel like I've crossed the threshold into
1: crazy cat person. Yeah, but well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Thanks, <Jake>. <laughs> <laughs> subtle. No, like, well, I mean, if you think about the crazy cat person stereotype, it's that they're crazy about the cats and that they have like nothing else going on in their life. So, I mean, you got all the crazy cat stuff, but you have other things going on in your life as well. So you're not you're not the stereotypical ca- crazy cat person. That's true. Um, like you're not the sort of shamefully, the shameful kind of crazy cat person where it's like, you, in in lieu of having a life, you have cats, cats and are crazy.
0: But I would also like to point out that if your life does revolve around your cats, you know what? You have a relationship and that's healthy, maybe. And you know, at least you have something in your life. So so go with that.
1: Sure. Yeah. I'm not hating. I mean, hey, <laughs> ha- I'm not. I'm not hating on. Like, look, I have half a cat. So that's. <laughs> A story for come, another time, We're gonna come back to that. We'll come back to that. Like, it's not like I have half... It's like I half have a cat. It's... It's, yeah. it's just like... Yeah. Alright. The cat is whole. Yeah, it's a whole cat. It's a happy <laughs> cat. <laughs> it's living a good life. Um, but yeah. I, I, I adore this cat dearly. It's not actually my cat, but it's sort of half my cat, because the cat... It, I, I... It's not... It's not that it's my cat. It's more that I'm... It's human, somehow. But it's a whole other thing. Anyway. But... Yeah, like, I think, it, it, it seems like pet ownership in general has become this, I don't know, it's like, it's like, nowadays, it's so different to having had a pet back in the day. Like, there's all these things now and stuff, and...
0: That's true, I guess. I mean, I suppose parenting is the same. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, know, that's, uh, 70s, I that's what I was thinking.
1: Like
0: You know, parenting meant feed them sometimes. Yeah. And, um. like, you
1: know, they can run wild, and that's, you know, the children can run, run wild and, well, you and know, go down exactly the their house with and it's pets, fine. Really. And the pets run wild. Exactly and it's the same. same. And now it's like. Doggy daycare. You know, yeah, you know, it needs to socialise, gadgets. gadgets, you know, we need the microchip, we need the, like, you know, we have the cat diabetes and <laughs> stuff, and, you oh. know, the, the pheromone neutraliser or the diffuser or whatever, and. You know, that's fine. I mean, look, if we can have gadgets, why can't the cats have gadgets? Why can't the animals have gadgets too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I have to say, the cat gadgets do make our lives as humans easier.
1: Yes. So there is that. You know, the the, the,
0: the gadgets are for the cats, but they benefit the humans. Yes.
1: Well, and and the cat
0: who now gets to eat all of her food.
1: Well, Yes. (laughs) The, 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 the cat that doesn't get to eat the cu- other cat's food probably feels like she is not benefiting, but she, a- she actually is, is by the not getting of diabetes. Yeah. By the not, yeah, the not getting diabetes, but yeah. So but the, there are lots of, there are lots of gadgets. I mean, yes. like, you know, when you say there are, there are cat gadgets and there are human gadgets that are, you know. Fun. Fun. I think a lot of things have come a long way since back in the day. My toaster, for example. Tell me about your toaster, Mark. My toaster has come a, my toaster has come a long way from back in (laughs) the day. The toaster has been on a journey. Um, Well, well, you know, it's a new toaster, but, you know, the toaster, the toaster has been on a journey in, like, the the existence of the toaster, I think. The the platonic Um, toaster. Yeah, yeah. So, it's funny, because they say, you know, when you have a kitchen tea, Mm -hmm. and they say, because the whole thing about the kitchen tea is, like, people buy you house things. Yes. And numerous people said to me, do a gift registry, Otherwise, you're going to end up with five toasters.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I Respe- one of those yeah, You were one of those people. Yep. Respe-
1: and, you know, fair enough. They're cool. Like, because odds are, yeah, that's the thing that could happen, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't do a gift registry. Mm-hmm. Got a great array of gifts. Mm-hmm. No toaster. No toaster? No toaster. How many blenders? Nobody got... No blenders. God damn. I think blenders are a bit... I think blenders are a bit old school. I think blenders are a bit... I don't know. But anyway... We'll get to that. But so anyway, no toasters, none, right? And this was fine initially because we had a toaster. It wasn't anything crash hot, but it was a toaster and it worked.
0: Well, fundamentally, toasters really got one job.
1: Yep. Toast, toast the bread. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, And it worked until one day it didn't work. So Aww. ironically, no toaster. Well, a hey, toaster. And what was the first thing that broke and I needed? Toaster. So, so anyway, it, you know, it's fine. We didn't panic. <laughs> because, you know, like... Didn't you? Why like, <laughs> you... Because, you know... <laughs> Did you panic, Mel? Well? <laughs> no, we didn't panic. <laughs> it's a stupid statement, because it's not a thing worth panicking about. But anyway. So, yeah. um, husband said, alright, that's cool. I think I've got a bunch of, like, credit card points built up. Let's just get a toaster with those points. credit... Yeah, like, those okay. credit card points. Like, because, cool. you know, how you can... You know how you can get, like stuff you can yeah you can they have an array of stuff yeah you can you know so <clears throat> there were a couple of toasters and you know one was a bit whatever and we saw this other one and it was like the brand was i don't it was called like kitchen aid or something mm-hmm. which i've never heard of not that i spend okay. much time thinking
0: about that's like a old and common brand but yeah. oh is it yeah. yeah okay
1: i don't know like i don't know uh, all right well I know, like, Sunbeam and stuff, but... Yeah, so I was, like... So we were like, yeah, okay, this looks kind of cool. It's silver. Great. Let's get that. Uh-huh. You know, yep. it's not... There was another one that was, like, a four-slicer, and it's like, well, it's going to take up too much room on, you know, the counter, whatever. Anyway, I just want to say, like, we've gotten this toaster now. Mm-hmm. And it is Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> cool. It is fantastic. It is... Tell me about the... Pot- Revolutionising... My love of toast and breakfast and all those things, which I already loved. I love toast. Okay, so a toast um, is one job is to toast. Now, obviously oh, it, it does that. What- it toasts, but it's just the manner in which it toasts. It's the most, like, it's the politest, <laughs> like, you know, consistent toaster I've ever had the pleasure of knowing in my life. Okay. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'll explain Cool story When I go into bits of giggles, it's actually silent um, Which hasn't been an issue up to now But I've just discovered that that's not real good for po-
1: podcasting Your toaster is polite It is the politest toaster I'm telling you Because I think you'll be able to relate to this I'm not a morning person and no. you're not a morning person. We are not morning people. Okay, but I haven't- Right?
0: Yes. No, I'm not a morning person.
1: So, like, you know when you wake up- Yes. And everything's just- Not okay. Too much. Mm-hmm. It's all too hard. Yeah. Things are bright and loud. Yes. And you don't want to be conscious. Yes it is this toaster is just lovely right because the first thing that i want to do when i get up in the morning and i can't <laughs> handle life is i want to eat some toast right <laughs> so yeah so it's all it's all digital it's all like digital and automated so so you put the bread in and then you <laughs> and then you're like i don't even know why i'm laughing anymore and you you say, like, you turn the... You, you twist the dial to say how many minutes you want the toast to go in. So I usually uh-huh. go for about three, right? Okay. And um, and then instead of, like, instead of pushing the, the, the lever down to yeah. lower the toast like every other toaster I've ever used, this has a button. Mm-hmm. And it just gently lowers the toast down. Oh, yeah. And then And then beeps. And then it toasts, and because it's a digital display I can see how far into the toasting it is.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's, that's very nice.
1: And then when it's ready instead of that you know, aggressive violent thunk and then the toaster up and everywhere.
0: Yes. I have actually it, lost
1: pieces of toast that way. It yes. just, once it's finished, it just gently raises the toast and beeps. So that you are aware it's ready. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you, it's like the gentleman's toaster. It is. It is the politest toaster. The
0: politest? The gentlest,
1: gentler. politest toaster <laughs> I have ever had the pleasure of using. And. You know, it's like it knows I'm not a morning person. It like it's like it knows it's just, you know, that the average toaster is just a little bit too aggressive with the toast, and it has adjusted itself accordingly. And wow. it and 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 I get a superb toasting every time. Every time. There we go. And it is like revolutionizing my morning. <laughs> Like, I just sit there, and, like, I'm, I, I, guess I go watch it and, then it, and then it finishes, and I'm like, bless you. Bless you, sir. Bless you, Kitchen Aid. So you've
0: discovered, like, a little pocket of calm in the
1: morning. Oh! It's glorious. <laughs> it's glorious. I love this toaster. It's the greatest toaster. I might cry if something happens to it. Like, wow. I, th- I, I think I've found, like, my toaster for life. Okay. It's true love, is what I'm saying. Mel, it's meant to be.
0: Mel and the toaster. It's, it's meant to be. So have you given the toaster a name? No. I, have you asked for male or, Would I go
1: male or female? I feel, I
0: feel like you've been using masculine. Kind
1: of... But then, like, I could, you know, it's silver, so then I could go, like, Sylvia. You could. Or I could just call it, like, Toasty.
0: Or you could call it, like, Jeeves or Giles or something. Like. <gasps> yes. Because, you know, it, like, helps you in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. There but we yeah, go. I'll think
1: about it. But yeah. Something like that. Yeah, a Jeeves. Jeeves the toaster. Jeeves the toaster. <laughs> Jeeves the toaster is fantastic. <laughs> Jeeves the politest toaster. It's the politest toaster. The politest toaster I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. To Jeeves! To Jeeves the toaster. <laughs> By KitchenAid. Thank you very much.
0: That's okay! My, that's my
1: story about my toaster. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm really happy that you have this choice to do. I'm so happy. Uh, okay, I'm going to do one of my, like, crazy professional segues.
1: You know what else oh. I'm happy about. What else are you happy about, Jess? Tell me. Queer Eye Season 2. Season Jess. 2 Queer yes. Eye. Woo! So good. Can I just say, <clears throat> on the Netflix thing, still don't know why. Still don't know why Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One is not there and Volume Has, Two and is Netflix no no back to no you. no they just no they don't care Netflix. anyway come on Netflix get also your shit before we get into, into queer I just want to say that I've started watching have you seen Safe no have you seen the trailers like have you heard anything about yeah, Safe that's on Netflix the one with, it's got like, Dexter their, Dexter. yes and and there's like it's Michael one of the
0: a gated community
1: yeah and yeah his daughter goes and, he's, and he's British. And Why he's, he's British, British and he's British, and it's weird. Like, and I'm watching it now, and I'm through. I'm a, f- I'm in the into the third episode, and I'm still just like, it's Dexter, 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 Dexter. He's gonna start killing people, Dexter. But anyway, that's all. That's all I want to say about that. But Dexter was an amazing TV Dexter show. Dexter is great. So good. Dexter is great. But yes, all right, Queer Eye, Queer Eye season two. Yeah. Yes. And also yes. Yes, I didn't watch. I haven't that. I haven't seen. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh, my God. Anyway, we won't talk about that
0: right now because Mel hasn't seen it. Okay. So Mel's going to go away and see it. No, I'm watch it. I'm doing a little Jonathan Hand gestures right here. Oh, um, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> Queer Eye season two. So there was a lot of pressure, obviously, on Queer Eye to match the sheer wholesome yeah. joyfulness of season one. Yeah,
1: season one was, you know, it, it's, Queer Eye came out and it was this, and it came out, to not much pomp and circumstance, I think No, it was just It kind of like, just slipped in there, hey and guys, it was. Hey guys, we're remaking
0: this show. You might like it. And everyone, oh yes, yeah.
1: we did. Everyone was be like, mm, really? But like, really, do we need to remake Queer Eye? But then it got remade, and it was. And turns out that yes, yes, yeah. we did need yeah. to remake Queer Eye. Great, just awesome, awesome show. Like just, just yeah, really sweet and joyful and pleasant in a world. Especially. In a know in a in a macabre shitty world. It was just a ray of sunshine. Yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so... So season two, um, yeah, huge job to
0: match the success of the first season. Um, and and the, just a, the love of the first season. And I really think that it delivered. I really do.
1: I... Yeah, it was a solid, solid, solid sophomore season. Solid follow-up. Yes. To the first season. Oh, look, thoroughly enjoyed it. Really good. I think it, you know, people talked about. You know, I don't know, like they're always saying it, the 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 big line with it is like you know you got to get the box of tissues because it's like so emotional and stuff like that. I didn't find myself as moved by the second season as consistently. Um. I think there was some really good.
0: There were some like really, really really good episodes. Good. Yeah, I don't think I cried in every episode.
1: No. Just some of them. I thought the first episode was really great undercover well under under sort of oh yeah undervalued okay. hero of season 2 is definitely Bobby
0: oh my god Bobby
1: and oh yeah
0: of course because the first episode was the one where they yeah
1: yes and that, the church and that and the moment and all where
0: stuff. and you know what they just I thought that they shut that so well where yeah. it, it wasn't like this big deal but it was yeah. just like um Bobby wouldn't go in the church
1: yeah
0: they all just went into the church and Bobby was just like can't do it and yep. they just had, like, a little shot of him going, like, no, nah, I'm okay, I'm not going in the church. And then that was mm. it. They didn't... They showed it, but they didn't dwell on it. Yes. And I thought that was really well done. It was just, like... It was just... Here is just a fact.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and... That episode was really... Uh, would have been really difficult, I think, actually, for a lot of them, because it really did deal so specifically with those issues of the church versus homosexuality mm-hmm. you know and i say versus specifically because so we you know we had a little bit of this in, in season one mm-hmm. with um bobby camp and his 20 children
1: but it, it yeah, was right.
0: a lot less kind of um
1: no i think with i because th- i think with that season one one it was just like yeah i'm Christian. Yeah, but and this was, they had a bit of a talk about it, and Bobby yeah. talked
0: about his experiences, and then he and, sorry, Bobby Fab Five talked about his experiences, yeah. and then Bobby being made over, you know, was like, look, I really, you know, yes, that is the experience of some gay people, and that is what I was brought up with, but I just want you to experience love, and then they had a moment, and it was beautiful, mm-hmm. it was absolutely beautiful, and yeah. I definitely don't want to undermine that, but I love how now we've, season two, okay, we've addressed that, kind of, you know, we've, we've said that, yeah, it's a thing, now we're going to explore it, you know and we had this this woman yeah. and her son who had had that
1: tension well, this is a thing like I think you know threaded you know setting aside the fab five, the story was threaded with this, this yes this, this 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 juxtaposition of the church and homosexuality and that you know that dissonance of but how do I be in the church and be gay, or how do I as a person who's you know, very spiritual and you know adherence to the church. How do I accept a gay family member, or how do I how do I accept that in my community, and then trying to get this guy to sort of reconnect. You know, get get this get this gay person to sort of reconnect with that.
0: And and um, I think
1: community. I mean,
0: and I, I think that he had. And I that that had, and that was
1: could... all sorry, and the point I was trying to make was that was all happening regardless of yes. like the fab five and then sort of and like then bring then them, in them into it, it and well. bring in Bobby who, who
0: like these these so... are very
1: much the yes. issues that he has had and has faced with been faced with and I think still carries, like Oh yeah. It's not resolved.
0: Well, I mean you could see that because yeah. he couldn't go but then even though that's how he felt, even though mm. he is so deeply affected by these issues that like he mm. couldn't physically walk into a church. Yeah. he still made over their community centre.
1: Yeah. And he did a damn good did job Did an amazing it. job.
0: Yeah, and I just thought, I have to say that I feel like this season... I mean, Bobby was amazing last season, but this season I really feel like he's stepped up his game. Yeah. I didn't know that there was any up for it to step. Yeah. Like, no, he's no, 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 really no.
1: He's the total hero of this season, but for sure. he's
0: just like... The others are like, I gave you a haircut. <sighs> I took you shopping. Bobby's like, I... Just gutted and rebuilt your entire house. Yeah. This week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how many more like French tucks I can see Tan do. Like every, you know, I love Tan. I love you, but love you, but like not every guy needs a French tuck. I, I'm gonna say it. No guy needs a French tuck. No guy needs a French tuck. I mean, well, you know, I could kind of see like there were some instances where I could see his point where it was like you know if you had to sort of hide or shape certain things. Like I could see how that would be maybe a different way to wear a shirt. But like I don't think it's a different thing when like you're doing it with everyone.
0: Yeah, I and just it's think like that tall,
1: short, fat, skinny. It just makes
0: me think They're of, doing a French, of French like tuck. being in high school and having your shirt half out.
1: The French tuck is is the the front part of your shirt is tucked in and the back part is, is left not. out. Yeah, And, like, if you're in shape, tuck that shit in. Yeah, you, don't you know need what I
0: mean? You really don't need to do that. I just... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, winner of this season of Queer Eye was Bobby, and the loser was the French shark. Um
1: <laughs> Even though we love Tan.
0: <laughs> oh, I love you, Tan. Because
1: he's still one of my favourites, but yeah.
0: He's, just, he's so wonderful. Um, I, I loved... I loved so much the... Um, the second episode I think it was with the um, transgender man mm. I mean I love that for so many reasons but that beautiful conversation mm. where Tan sat down with him and and said you know like I hope this is a safe space where I can ask you anything yeah and you know I got that permission mm. To ask questions, but then did in order to further educate himself. I thought that that was yeah. beautiful, and
1: I think you know, and I loved him for stuff like that. Like I think he is very, I find him really respectful of people of people in that yes. way. But also, I really loved, you know, he raised that really interesting point of, you talk about this particular community, this minority community of LGBT, IQ, mm. right. And, like, and they kind of all get lumped in together. But there's so but much it's, diversity within that community. Yeah, exactly. And there's... And there can be so much... And, like, just because you're sort of technically part of that community, if you're gay or if, you know, you identify a particular way, which kind of makes you sort of by default be part of that community, it doesn't mean that you know and understand everyone's story. No. And it doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean that those things automatically make sense. So this idea of, you know... So I, I actually kind of liked... I thought it was really interesting, you know, that point that he made about, like, yeah, just that it's different, that it is different for people, you know, that identify different ways. You might not necessarily know or understand, or you might have questions, and it doesn't make, it doesn't mean, <laughs> like, you're not a bad gay dude if you don't necessarily no, get all just, that No, it just means that
0: you just, you know, as long as you do, as Tan does, and mm. approach the issue respectfully. Yeah. And take, you know, opportunities to educate yourself. And yeah, that, that's and I, right. You know, and that's what he did. And it's such a great way to do it because I find a lot when people don't understand something, they're so quick to dismiss it. Yes. And and it's so, and it's easy to do that with something that's so outside of your experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for example, I have a, a friend who is genderqueer, non-binary. Mm-hmm. And that is so outside of my experience. Mm. Like, I am the most cisgendered woman ever. Um, you know, and that's never been a, a question or an issue for me. And I didn't yeah. even know that this was a thing. But I see so many people just dismiss that. And I'm like, well, I can't just dismiss that. Because it's so outside of my experience that mm. I have no... I don't even have a basis to dismiss it on. Like, to me, that the respectful thing to do is to say, okay... This is totally something that I have never encountered in my life. So I just have to accept that for other people, if they're telling me it's a thing mm. that they're encountering in their life, you know, it's not for me to dismiss that. I can't... I have to just say, okay, tell me. Tell me more about this. What's, yeah. What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. You know, and I love that Tan did that. You know, that yeah. this was so outside... You know, and, and his, his comment about how he'd never understood why... Trans people went through these incredibly invasive mm. surgeries, yeah, painful
1: surgeries, and now he yeah. did.
0: Yeah, um, and um, you know, and I, and I thought that was so such a beautiful moment, and I really hope that that educates a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where that peace and like that sorry not peace but that acceptance and understanding comes from, of, of of other people and and people different to ourselves is just from going okay. I'll just own this and say, I don't really get it. Can I take this time to sort of understand better? Yeah. Because I'm confronted with things all the time that I don't get. (laughs) Exactly. And it's a lot easier for me to understand it and accept something and to be able to just, you know, even just to go from going, even just to go from, you know, what the hell are you talking about? I don't get this to, okay, I understand this now and I can accept that that's something that you want to do and that's cool yeah it it takes you know <laughs> it now, takes now that openness I'm very Italian hand gestures <clears throat> right now lots of hand gestures um you know it, it takes that open like you've just got to be open to, <laughs> to, to 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 talking to talking and asking questions in a respectful way and and wanting to understand I think
0: well and I think just accepting that the world is bigger than your experience yeah. of it
1: yeah absolutely
0: but I I love I love what you just said, you know, okay, this is really outside of my experience, I'm just going to take a moment to understand it. Mm. Like, that's such a beautiful, you know, if somebody says something to you that seems really out there, maybe do that. And look, you know, maybe they're telling you that, oh, I don't know, aliens crashed to Earth (laughs) millions of years ago and their little spirits invaded our bodies and now we have to do stuff to... I was never clear on that. Anyway... Um, and you might take a moment to understand and then decide that they're nuts. Um, sure. that's a, you know, that's maybe okay, but maybe, you know, you take a moment to understand, you do a bit of research and you go, okay, this is, this is a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing that I've experienced. That's okay.
1: hmm
0: Other people are allowed to experience different things. Yeah. And experience the same things differently.
1: And, uh, you know, there's a whole mess of crap that happens beyond, like, you know, it's kind of like that object permanence thing, isn't it? It's like, if, if, if we can't see it, it's not there. If we can't, you know, yes, if we can't see it, yes. it didn't happen. There's a whole bunch of things that happen beyond our view and experience. And we shouldn't
0: necessarily dismiss those. But if the weight of scientific evidence says that you should dismiss them, mm. then listen to science.
1: Just saying. Okay? Flat Earth theorists? <laughs> flat Earth theorists? Climate deniers?
0: Anti vaxxers? The Earth is not flat. Vaccines do not cause autism. No. Vaccines cause adults. Anyway. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we got a bit off topic there. There was one episode of Queer Eye this season that I... That didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy.
1: Mel's making a face. I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. Okay, it was the episode with a guy
0: who tells lies.
1: Oh, Right! Yes. Why didn't that make you feel warm and fuzzy? I don't understand. Because
0: every time he told the lie, I was
1: so uncomfortable. Because this is
0: something that... And look, I think this is a good thing that this is... um, Has started on this this show. But every episode of Queer Eye so far, the person being made over has welcomed the Fab Five into their lives. They've totally embraced the process and they've they've gone with it. And so, you know, because you do have to open yourself to change... You know, people can't just come in and change you. You have to respond to that. Sure. And so far, all of them had. And then you had this guy who just kept telling bald faced lies. Not even very good ones. Like, he just. I mean, there was one point at which he told, like, a flat out lie, and then later on they called him out on it, and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And I was like, You need to own your shit, bro. And you know what, it made me so uncomfortable mm. every time it happened. And, like, you know, they did the whole redemption thing, and that was lovely. But then we get to the end of the episode, and he's previously told Anthony that he can't cook.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he's just, like, making the awesome tactic.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole thing with Anthony was just a series of lies, which Anthony mostly just let it slide. Like, yeah. Like, he was like, you know, Anthony was like... Do you have any favorite dishes? And he was like, "Oh no!" And then Anthony was like, "Oh, what about this dish?" And he was like, "Oh, I love that dish. My mom made it." I'm like, "Did he literally just asked you that?"
1: Anyway, I don't. I don't. Yeah. But See, like I didn't take that as a lie. I think he. I think he, that I took that more as like him sort of just not knowing not what, knowing to, what say. to say. And right? then when when prompted, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I love that. yeah, maybe so." Um, but
0: then he's cooking at the end of the meal and he just like, you know, he's super confident in the kitchen Yeah, and he does yeah. the flippy thing with yeah, the knife and I'm
1: like... Yeah, the knife like a pro, yeah. You know how to
0: cook. Yeah, and they're all
1: like, what?
0: Yes. Yeah. And I was like... You know, they did this whole redemption thing where he, like, came clean to his mom, who was so obviously pissed off at
1: him. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> getting... He was just like, was, his was, here. and his camera's And I think it was ten Or someone like, that. man, if that camera wasn't on, this kid is getting <laughs> belted. And you know what? And this is the thing. And you know what? I'm glad, actually, that you pointed that out because this is the thing. So that guy's Persian, right? Yes. So, like, this whole... You know, that whole situation, he would have been very uncomfortable. And this is what happens when... You grow up in, like, these really pressured, intrusive family structures, okay? So, like, ethnic parents, Mm -hmm. they, you know, Kids have to study! Kids have to do stuff! Like, you know, it's, you know, you you have to behave and do and be a certain way. There are massive expectations around that, okay? His parents would be absolutely spewing... That he didn't graduate, and that is why he didn't tell them. So what happens as a sort of you know byproduct of that? And look, I'm not saying it's like, I'm not I'm not trying to put it all on that, but this is a part of the issue that this kid would have been dealing with when there's like a massive expectations and stuff like that. And you know, and then it's like you know we've we've led. We fled this country so that we can have a good life. So you must have a good life and do lots of things! Like, that's that's sort of... that That's the expectation that goes along with it. So as a byproduct, to, to escape that intrusiveness is that you become evasive yeah. and lie to just keep everything chill and get by. So, like, what that kid was going to do was, you know, he missed the... Whatever, he missed the class and he had to... It, you know, he failed it and so he couldn't graduate so he had to make up the class the next semester. He was just going to make up the class next semester get the graduation thing and just pretend like it was all cool and like he didn't like he graduated when he graduated. That's and what he, he was going to do.
0: Was he though or was he just denying the whole problem existed in the first place? I well feel yeah, like probably his, that as well. But His issue went further oh, down. yeah. And
1: I mean, having said that, like, yeah, he wasn't, like, proactive about anything and think he was just gonna, like... And he was not owning his shit. He wasn't owning his shit at all. But I'm saying that the, sort of, the, li- the lying aspect of things. Yes. Like, that, that, that gets born out of, <laughs> like, how do I, <laughs> how do I escape my parents' wrath? Yeah. Or escape that, that discomfort of disappointing them like, really obviously disappointing them. I'll just, like, I'll just be evasive about it. I just won't tell them. Yeah, um, I get that. And it happens in, and it happens on, like, on small levels, and it happens on bigger levels yeah. as well. So, yeah, and I imagine that a lot of, like, a lot of that whole experience would have been very different for him and very... Very uncomfortable, but you know I think he needed it. I think he needed a good kick up the ass obviously.
0: Yeah, and I guess the thing is that, like, I can totally see why he, you know, why he dealt with things the way he did to a certain mm. extent. But I just felt like it's it went so deep. Oh yeah. Where he just refused to re- accept responsibility for yeah. anything. He refused to own anything. Like he just and I was just like, dude.
1: You just, you need to get your shit together. And, you know, that's another, <laughs> that's another, like, <laughs> ethnic, you know, growing up in the ethnic family thing as well. It's like, my children are perfect and it's someone else's fault if they're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> <So> they're, <laughs> they're, they're <shit. laughs> that's another thing as well. Who is this person corrupting my son? Like, you know, <laughs> it's that, <laughs> it's that sort of thing. So, you know.
0: So perfect children.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, I am on roll. <laughs> Segway, baby. Jess is
1: the Segway queen. I
0: am the queen of the awkward Segway. Ooh,
1: yes. Yes. Perfect children. High-achieving children. Gifted and talented children.
0: Obscenely talented children. So, this week, um, I... As you do scrolling through your feed um mm-hmm. so this little clip happened to be at home on the couch watched it and it was of this uh 13 year old girl on one of those talent shows i don't know which one i think it was the one that mel did the, the spice girls on um mm. mel b there's spice girls on all of them aren't
1: there <laughs> i'm pretty sure sh- britain's got somebody's something. got talent Someone's somebody's got, got, talent. got something Britain's Got Talent. Anyway, maybe. it's a it, it. so. it's a reality TV
0: show on which people perform um, and either get told that they're amazing or that they're shit. Yeah. Um, this girl is incredible. I'm gonna play a little clip, just just a tiny little clip from the YouTube video, just to show you. So this is thirteen um, year old Courtney oh, Hadwin. Yeah, she's just this really sweet looking, shy, awkward teenager and she's 13 and she's 13 please keep that in mind as you listen to this voice
1: like she is Fuck. the like skinniest twiggiest she's adorable. 13 year old you've <laughs> ever seen in your life and she's like some kind of like she sounds like some kind of cross between i don't know like t- i don't even t- know tina turner and aretha franklin or something i don't even what what even is that voice yeah how how is it coming from this human we don't we don't quite understand Um, but yeah, I mean, incredibly... Unbelievably talented. talented.
0: Like, you have a kid who's like that, you're just like, holy crap.
1: Spoiler alert, she got through to the next round. (laughs) Shockingly. Um... So,
0: the reason I wanted to raise this is because the part about the clip that really grabbed me, shockingly, was not actually her... I mean, it was her voice. Like, what, what? Um, but it was also... Uh, towards the end of the clip, I can't really, um, play this because it doesn't come through yeah, an so audio, it's but uh, it's a visual thing. So just Google 13 year old Courtney, um, Hadwin. Hadwin, it'll come up. Her dad is waiting in the wings and they, you know, cut to a lot of shots of him being like super proud of her as she's singing. And he doesn't seem like a stage dad. He just seems like a, a dad, dad. So at the end of, you know, her performance, everybody goes absolutely nuts. Um, because as they shit, she's amazing, Yeah, you know, and, and she gets the, Golden buzzer, which apparently is a thing and you know, there's like everybody's screaming and there's glitter flying
1: everywhere. And you know, she's and going them. through she's going through Yay. and like we don't know where she's, she's going made through into to. regionals. Yeah, it's only regionals, <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. There's regionals and then there's like the sub regionals and then the semis, you know, like it's that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> anyway, um and it's all too much for her. She's thirteen. She's a kid, right? It's all too much for her and she just absolutely yeah. bursts into tears. Kind of like yeah. shaking uncontrollable tears. And her dad just runs out and holds her, yeah. and she just buries herself in his shoulder. And it's such a beautiful moment because father daughter so,
1: hug. You know he feels just, time. Yeah.
0: He's just so there for her. Mm. You know she needs comfort and support, and he's so there for her.
1: And, and it's but it's kind of celebratory as well. Yeah, and it's it's totally it's also, celebratory as well. Awesome.
0: She she did so well, and he's he's exp- you can see through this hug all the, the pride and the love, mm. but also the support mm. and the. You you did great and I'm here for you. And it was such a beautiful moment. And, Mm. you know, and so he's obviously just, like, an ordinary dad. He's not, like, a stage dad who's all, like, fame, glory, whatever. Yeah. But he's been given the responsibility of this kid with this voice. Mm. And it made me think, what do you do in this situation as a parent? When you're... If you're a parent and your kid has this unbelievable talent, I'm not just talking about, like, your kid's a bit gifted or, like, you know they happen to be a bit good at drawing or whatever. I'm talking about this this crazy once-in-a-generation talent. Mm. And you are being given responsibility for the kid who has this talent. How do you handle that as a parent?
1: You know what? I think, like, <laughs> the short answer to that, I think, is that it's really fucking hard. <laughs> because... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's really difficult when. It, it's kind of like if you get into theories of, you know, intelligence, development, all that kind of thing. It's not a. It, it's. Development is a multi pronged thing. I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, right? So it's uh-huh. not. You know, there's, there's it's, it's your, not one line. Yeah, like it's you know, there's your physical development, there's your, you know, there's your social development, there's your emotional development, there's your, there's your cognitive or your intellectual development, and then within that, there are. You know, they're they're multi pronged, right? Mm-hmm. So like you know, say intelligence or cognitive ability it's not just like are you smart or not it's like well what kind you know what abilities do you possess like what w- in what ways are you intelligent or capable what yeah. areas you know you know is it a verbal thing is it a is it a you know spatial logical mathematical thing is it is it is it a kinetic practical is it a musical is it like you know there's all these ways to be cap- like to be able and capable and gifted and talented, and this for this particular girl, it's it's you know it's singing, it's musical, right? Mm-hmm. So my point is, my original point is, is that you know <laughs> development and abilities like that, it's this multifaceted, multi-pronged thing. Yeah. So as soon as you've got a case where a person, you know, whether it's a child or an adolescent or even an adult, you know, a person is you know, at one point in their development or at one stage and then they have this aspect of themselves that's so beyond yeah. so beyond yeah. where they're at. Yeah. It gets hard. Because yeah. because it's then it's it's how do you nurture and how do you you know how how do you nurture that aspect that's just so beyond where they're at without without Suffer, like making those other facets yeah. and those other parts suffer. That's why it's hard. You know what I mean? Yes. That's yeah. where it becomes complex. And if you think about it, you know, if you think about it in the, in the other way, in the inverse of like, you know, oh, this this kid's, you know, this person this is really good, you know, is, is right where they need to be for all these things, but they're really struggling. They're really behind, yeah. you know, in this one aspect. Yeah. It's like, well, how do you bring that aspect up without sort of suffering? So it's the same sort of thing. It's like, it's, 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 I never thought of it like That's that. that's part of the complexity of it. And that's part of why it's difficult. So if you just go like full speed ahead on this, you know, oh they're so advanced, they're so, you know, they've got this such you know talent and ability in this one aspect, if you just go full steam ahead on that and don't think about the, the child or the person as a whole, you can really do some damage to those other aspects. Wow. So that's why you have, like, you know, that's why you have these kids, like, you know, whether they're, they're child actors House. or they're, you know, that's why, yeah, like, they're, they're, they're this fucking phenomenal talent as, as you know, for whatever their thing is, whether it's music or acting or whatever. Oh, they're fu- but they're fucking messed up. Like, they're yes. fucked up.
0: My goodness.
1: And they're fucked up in terms of their relationships or their, you know, their education or... Just in their ability to manage, like emotionally for things, or mm-hmm. that, or, or you know, or like, you know, think of Olympic gymnasts, you know, sixteen-year-old yeah. girls that don't have a period because they're like everything's been about, yeah, you know, their their their, their, their fi- yeah their gymnastics their, and their, and their, their physical talent. their physical ability. Yeah. I Meanwhile, well, their health has suffered. You know, like it's it's things like that. That's that's why it's so tricky.
0: Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Damn. Mel,
1: dropping some knowledge.
0: Yes. <laughs> Jess and is sitting here s- stunned. I know, Jess is sitting here absorbing it. But you know what, I'm just... It just makes me think. so thankful that my kid is, is not so talented.
1: <laughs> Dude, That's this is what, I'm what really I meant, mean. No, but this I'm is... I'm not. I love my like,
0: to bits. She's, she is like, she's but a great this kid, but you she's know, a kid.
1: This is what I'm talking about. Like, people are and um... My child has, an, you know, an IQ in the 99th percentile. Like, you know, like, that's something that's fucking awesome. You don't want that, man. That's not... That's not the happiest, like, well-developed kid. Yeah. It's a shit fight. It's really hard. It's really... It's it's, it's complicated to have a really, you know, a child that's really talented or really gifted. And, you know, I oh, look, I know, like, we hear this and, you know, Oh, God, she just loved to do that since she was three and that's, like, fine. And, like, they make it sound like it's all... It's just it's not as simple as all that. It's not as simple as what it all looks like. Yeah. I reckon anyway. My favourite thing, I love um <laughs> this like you were saying this guy wasn't an example of like a pushy sort of like stage he parent or whatever. To be, like, he didn't seem yeah. like a he just seemed like a regular dude. I I was gonna say it was making me think about like um you know, like toddlers and tiaras. Oh my god. <laughs> um I just my like I swear to god, my favourite sorry, you know, toddlers and tiaras like if 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 you haven't seen it or heard of it. It's it's basically just like, you know, it, child it does what it says on the tin. Child toddler beauty pageant, you know, in Midwest America or wherever the hell. Yeah. You know, so it's these like parents just like, you know, pushing the fuck out of these kids to like get all done up, you know, you know, Jean Benet Ramsey when she was alive, kind of shit. Like like that sort of that's like not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a cool comment, but yeah. But that sort of, you know, that like the child beauty pageant, like super done up
0: yeah, you like know. a very, very small child done up like Dolly Parton and you're just yeah. going...
1: You're and like, like let's, give them, let's give them prosthetic teeth so they look yeah. cuter and, it's you know, just, and it's false okay. eyelashes and all this crap. And so they make this massive deal and like, you know, you gotta you know, practice... And then they show all the behind the scenes stuff and it's like, you know, practice your baton twirling! And the kid's like, I don't want to! And, <laughs> you know, like the parents are just like hassling the shit out of this kid. And they're making a massive deal about these pageants. And then like... A lot of the time on the show, the kids that they're following, you know, won't win the pageant. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they win, and like sometimes they won't win the pageant. And then the kids like chucking a massive tantrum that they didn't win the pageant, or crying their eyes out, or just, the kids going nuts after. And the parents like, well, you know, sometimes you don't win things. You're like you know, just you just got to calm down. Like like the parents are then like they're just oh like, God. oh, it's like the kids' fault that that they're, that they're chucking that they're chucking a massive wobbly, and it's like. You yeah, are hustling hey? the fuck out of the kid, and you're making this fucking pageant the biggest deal on the planet. And you're sitting there like, my child's gonna win. She's the cutest. She's the most talented. Da da da. And it's like you you you've made it the and then biggest you why,
0: your kid. fucking
1: deal yeah. ever. And then you're like, oh, why are you crying? Are you serious?
0: Also, just a reminder: these kids are three.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you, dude, you are just waiting for the cameras to stop rolling so you can chuck a massive fucking tanty. Like, it's- <laughs> who the hell are you kidding? I love that. It's my favourite part, where they're like, I don't understand why she's crying. Oh, God. That's so shit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like shit parenting 101. If you want to see shit parenting 101, just watch Toddlers and Tiaras. It's <laughs> fucking great. Alright. Oh. call it like it is. <laughs>
0: So I think it's time for a segment, Mel.
1: A segment? A segment. Jess, hang on. Is it a new segment?
0: Do you know what, Mel? I think we might have an absolute first here on Chocolate Jam.
1: I think we might... Repeat! (gasps) A segment! It's not a new segment! It's not a new segment! Oh my god. Guys, damsels and desserts. It's happening. It's back, Damsels and desserts! Oh yeah! And...
0: So, Damsels and Desserts is the segment where we try desserts
1: and yep. review them. Yep.
0: Today we are trying
1: mug cakes. That's mug cakes, not mud cakes. That's, so, yes. M-U-G, mug. Um, so, like cakes those... Cakes in a mug. Cakes in a mug, yeah. So, you know, like those white wings things that you
0: can... <laughs> yeah, you just stick them in the microwave. Grab them always. Uh So, we've got three flavours of cake today. I was going to get different brands... Mm. Um, but turns out there's only one brand at Woolies. Yeah. Uh, so we've got different
1: flavours. How many mug, how many kind of mug, mug cakes do you (laughs) need in your life? I don't know. Apparently not that many. Um, so, all right. So we've got, what do we have? We've got double chocolate. We've got double chocolate. We've got vanilla chocolate chip. And we've got butterscotch brownie. So let's
0: start with double chocolate. Okay. It me. So just for, uh, scientific purposes, um, we have made one of each flavour, so mm-hmm. Melanie and I are trying the same mug cake. Yes. We follow the directions exactly adjusting yes. for our for my microwave. And here we go. This is
1: looking quite fluffy, this one. It's looking it's quite nice. Quite fluffy. This is looking quite nice. Alright. Okay. Double chocolate. Well, it's okay. That's not bad. Mm. That's um That's not terrible. For like, a for a sixty second mug. Cake.
0: Yeah, for a microwave cake.
1: Mm.
0: Like if you're wanting chocolate cake, and you just like you're just strongly craving chocolate cake. Yeah, that's gonna hit the spot. You know. That's gonna do what you wanted to do.
1: You just slap a bit of vanilla ice cream on that. Mhm. Good to go. Yeah, that's solid. um...
0: It's quite light and fluffy.
1: Yeah, and it's.
0: It's slightly dry, maybe.
1: It's like slightly. Just a little bit dry, but drier. then I've got a damp part here, so it's. <laughs> I think it's a bit. Oh,
0: yeah, so if you scrape off the edges.
1: Unlike my toaster, I think it's a bit a bit inconsistent.
0: Mm.
1: A bit uneven, I think mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. Yeah,
0: so it is a little bit dry in the middle and damp around the edges.
1: Not like Jeeves.
0: And the flavour's not, like, amaze, but it's not terrible. Either. No.
1: It's, you know... It's not a terrible flavour. It's more of an absence of flavour.
0: <laughs> in the yes. sense
1: that the flavour is quite subtle. And not richly chocolate.
0: I feel like subtle is giving this a um, gravatar that it doesn't really deserve. <laughs> uh, having said that, Mel and I are continuing to eat the cake. Yes. So it's obviously not that bad.
1: Yeah. It's flavor absent. How about that? Yeah.
0: It's like, it's it invokes the spirit of a
1: chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> it invokes the spirit of a chocolate cake. <laughs> It's like if a chocolate cake died <laughs> and remained as a ghost. It's the ghost of a chocolate cake. <laughs> it's like if you if you close your eyes and wish hard enough, it's it's like a chocolate cake.
0: Alright, I'm look, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I'm gonna have another bit. Um yeah. Because, you know, it does it does what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. It is it is chocolatey and it is cakey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if I... It's warm. That always helps. Being warm. Yeah, everything's better when it's warm. Yeah. If I were in dire need of chocolate cake, this would do it for me. Alright. But I'm not going to be like, you know, it's my birthday. I want this cake.
1: So I'm giving it a six. Just says six. I'm really... I don't know. I don't know how to rate this. Because I feel... I feel like I'll give it a rating. And then my my palate you know, I'll have to adjust my palate because I actually don't think it's going to get better from here. (laughs) I think it's going to get worse. Um, (laughs) And then it's like, well, what is a 10 out of 10 mug cake? You know, are we rating it for mug cake or are we just rating it in general? See, Uh, there's so many existential questions with rating (laughs) and we should have probably discussed that, but alright, you know, you've gone 6 out of 10.
0: I have and um, I'm rating it about how I feel about it. I'm not rating it as like for Yeah, my...
1: alright, well you know what? My first instinct was five. <coughs> my first instinct was five, and that's yeah. what I'm gonna go with. So okay. I'm giving it a five. Okay. Um brutal. We're brutal here on chocolate jam because we are because only the
0: best desserts exactly. do Exactly.
1: We are dessert connoisseurs. Alright. All right.
0: So, what's next?
1: Next, well, up to you really. We've got the I've written vanilla chocolate, that's not right. right that's well, vanilla let's... chocolate chip. Let's do um, that. Which is right in front of us. Uh okay. So no, Mel's
0: looking for the vanilla chocolate.
1: Um. I've got it. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So right. vanilla chocolate, um, chocolate chip. Ooh, it's, it's oh, quite dense. Very.
0: It looks like. It looks
1: fluffy. It feels spongy. Now that I put my spoon into it.
0: Feels like bow buns and stuff. Mmm.
1: Yeah. It's, it's kind good of like that
0: texture.
1: Okay. Well, right. that's from putting the spoon in. I haven't eaten it yet. Let's go. All right. Ooh. Huh. That was interesting.
0: I don't really know I I don't really know how I'm reacting right
1: now. You know what I feel like? I feel I feel like my other senses are trying to compensate <laughs> for the taste. You know what I mean? I think you like, might be right. And again, like it's not visually wasn't taste. Yeah. It's just It's like the other one visually was dark brown and that was telling me that it was chocolate. And this one is not. Is like a cream colour, and that's telling me that it's it vanilla tastes, or not chocolate. It tastes but with, like
0: it's a cream colour. It, it's, yeah. it's the beige
1: of taste. Yeah. But then it's got these bits in them because it's sort of chocolate chippy.
0: Mmm. And the chocolate chip bits
1: are great. Yeah, they taste like something. I felt like the other one was absent of bits and needed bits. Like a double chocolate should have bits because then it's chocolate and chocolate, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: As yeah, opposed I'm really to just sure, the double came in.
1: Yeah. Which Um, is also why I didn't have more than a 5 for it. I just felt like it wasn't really... I I feel like this is more... This one is purporting to be what it is. Sorry, it it is what it is purporting purporting to to be. More so than the previous one. In that it is vanilla chocolate chip.
0: My first impression, I was like, wow, this is really boring.
1: Mm. And it is. (laughs) And it is, but... It's not interesting. It's kind of hitting the spot.
0: I'm like, my... You know, I get those cravings for those, like, sweet, fatty doughy kind of things, and it's doing it for me.
1: And whereas with the previous one, I was thinking, yeah, slap some vanilla ice cream on this. I'm thinking with this one, yeah, just, like, squirt some chocolate sauce on it, and then you're good to go.
0: Mm.
1: Not that that makes it better or worse than the previous one. Texture-wise, it's good.
0: It's got the texture of Madeira cake. Mmm! Which I really like. I really like Madeira cake. Mm Actually, it's kind of got the taste of Madeira cake, too.
1: Oh, no. Madeira cake's a bit more. <clears throat>
0: okay, it's got like, this I don't is know, 60% of the taste of Madeira cake.
1: If this is absent of flavour, Madeira cake has a subtle flavour. Yeah. You I get g- me? Yes, I get you.
0: It's <laughs> a nice, like, point.
1: Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I can segue too, I can bring it back around. <laughs> I can bring it back to around things mm. you've said.
0: It's growing on me. I don't know, I kind of want to give it a 7 out of 10, but then... Wow. I also don't feel like it deserves that. I'm going to give it a six and a half. I'm going
1: six and a half as well. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, I'm going six and a half as well.
0: It doesn't deserve a seven, I'm sorry. But you know what? It's it's
1: better than the other
0: one. Yeah, it's better than the other one.
1: <laughs> Ringing it's into better than the other here one. on Chocolate Jam. And it's more honest than the other one.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Because other one's a du- double chocolate and we only found one chocolate.
1: Yeah. And it was more, as I said, my other senses telling me that it was chocolate, as opposed to the actual taste telling me that it was chocolate. Yeah. Wow. We should have done this blindfolded and seen if it could taste the different We should flavors, have. But I feel know. like that would have been really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit insane, but you know. Oh,
0: well. All right.
1: Okay. So, next one is butterscotch brownie. So, we both went 6.5. We did. For this one. Uh, okay. Butterscotch brownie. Yeah. So, same brand, but slight deviation here because the other ones wanted two teaspoons. Oh, sorry, two tablespoons of milk, and this one only wanted one. So it's much smaller, and it I'm, is um, smaller. And it makes me wonder what that does. To um, the texture, te- yeah, texture wise. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking it's probably going to be a lot more dense. Oh wow. Hmm. So Mel's like poking up with the top of the spoon, and it's just like leaving an indent.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's hard to get into. Oh, and it's a lot more. This oh. is a lot more mushy.
0: This is like hella dense.
1: This yeah. Is super
0: dense. It's like
1: dope. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. It's moist. It has a flavor. It has a flavor. I don't know if I like the flavor. It's not a good flavor, but. <laughs> but it has one. But it has a flavor. This is butterscotch brownie. So it's it's. If the other one was kind of, like, a creamy off-white, then this is sort of a beige tan colour. With some chocolate bits in it. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, um...
1: The other ones were kind of soft and sponge-like. That kind of bow...
0: That bow kind of thing.
1: This is quite dense. This is dense and kind of moist.
0: Yeah, but I think maybe moist in the bad way.
1: Yeah, but not in a not in a not, good way. Not
0: moist like a cake. Not,
1: not in a good way. She said, "Going for another scoop." Well,
0: you know we've got to test this properly. We had multiple yeah. scoops of the other ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Science and all
1: that. Hmm. It's not improving. No, it might actually be getting worse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I had to go into the microwave for longer. Um, I don't know. Might have made it a bit drier. I don't
0: know that that would have been... The
1: instructions big. were different with this one. I don't really know why. I don't care for it. I don't like it. I'm aiming in a four. Um, I might even be going a lot lower than that.
0: I mean, look, it's... It is still fundamentally kind of, um... Doughy sugar in a mug. And if that's what you're after, then, you know, it'll... It'll, mm. it'll achieve that but, nah, um, but
1: it's 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 doughy sugar but there's something else going on taste wise like it's yeah it's a bit Pah. Pah. yeah it kind of leaves
0: a <clears throat> like almost like a bit of a coating on your tongue
1: yeah it's an unpleasant taste and I'm really glad that I have a glass of water here yeah to wash it down
0: Melanie, both reaching for the water
1: I don't care for it I'm giving it a three that's fair. It displeases multiple senses, so I'm giving it a <laughs> And Mel is and, displeased. And for something that's butterscotch brownie... That's true. be fucking way, way better. But butterscotch so, brownie
0: was also a high promise. I'm actually going to go back to the vanilla one just to,
1: like, clear my yeah. palate. So you're going four? For, for uh, the butterscotch four, brownie? Yeah. yeah. And Mel says three. So, that means... But as you mentioned, the vanilla chocolate chip is the winner. winner. Is the winner, with a solid six and a half out of ten. It's the winner? I don't know that I'd
0: say it's a winner.
1: By Jess and Mel. If Um, you're having
0: cake cravings and you're near a supermarket, um, I would just go for the like supermarket mud cake
1: yeah oh you've got so many cheap you've got so many cheap options you've got so many cheap and ready-made options yeah i don't know that you really need mug cake in your life you know i mean
0: if you really want something warm um take a slice of supermarket mud cake and just put it in the microwave for 30 seconds you will not regret
1: it Um, but but certainly i think not that this is an endorsement per se but but if you are going to go down the mug cake route Go the vanilla choc chip. Yeah, we we recommend the vanilla choc chip, and um, uh, do we do we recommend it? If if you if you know like if, if there's a gun to, to your it. head and you have to have a mug cake, then then go the vanilla choc chip, and yes. if you want to make life easier on yourself, um, Mel's extra tip would be like maybe you wanna, you know maybe you wanna chuck like some chocolate sauce or something on. Yeah, this, some or, extra
0: choc chips. You know, I think yeah, like you could really you could, gonna...
1: you could sprinkle some choc chips into the middle of the mug cake before <laughs> you stick it in the microwave. Yeah. Something to that effect, you know. Or, you know, just eat it and then, like, have a glass of water or something. <laughs> after, Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. shake or something. But um, I think
0: fundamentally our chocolate jam recommendation on the mug cakes is, yeah. um, don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's just, you know, there are just so many better options out there.
1: And I feel that this is adding little to nothing to my life in general.
0: Just calories.
1: Yeah, it's just empty calories. So you know, and if you're going
0: to consume empty calories, then yeah. make them fucking delicious Yeah.
1: Ones. Oh. Guys, dessert. You're not eating it for your health. You're nope. eating it because it tastes good. And so if it doesn't taste good, don't eat it. Don't, don't it. bother. So, yeah, mug cakes. Solved. Mug cakes. We've got it figured out. Mm, chocolate Jam says, <clears throat> don't bother. Don't bother. So, Mel, I think that's
0: it for this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it is. And I would just like to say... Thank you for listening to Chocolate Jam. Um Thank you very you're much. with Jess and Mel. Our theme song is Belgian Waffles by the underscore orchestra. We use Thank Audacity you. open source software to record this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Chocolate Jam Podcast or reach us at on Chocolate, email.
1: Chocolatejampodcast at gmail.com.
0: We love you for listening and uh Jess and Mel
1: out. See you next time. I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate Chocolate Jam. Jam.